circuits are energized. Clear all terminals and retreat to safe zones to prepare for ignition. All systems go. All systems go. Welcome to the Domains <laughs> uh, Podcast. This is The Next Level. My name is Josh Thundershaver. Oh, my microphone keeps shitting out. I don't know what that is. I hope that's not a bad deal. Maybe it's because I keep getting too loud. Anyway, uh, I have an excellent guest with me today, Travis from Planet Recap. Travis, how you doing? Fantastic, man. I'm, I'm home from work and I'm ready to talk Marvel. Oh, yeah. So today's topic is going to be the San Diego Comic-Con reveals, which was heavily dominated. And I mean heavily dominated by Marvel. So basically what's going on is um, we got through the biggest, you know, nerd event of the year. And there was a lot of just really kind of lackluster from anybody else. And then Marvel comes in sideways and just goes, we've got this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And if you wanted some more of this, yo dog, I heard you like this. So here's some more of this. And uh, it was, it was all over the place. Um, you know, uh, they talked about Netflix's Sandman series, which uh, I'm still torn upon. Um, I'm a huge Neil Gaiman and Sandman series fan. Uh, however, I'm a bigger John Constantine fan, and his omission from the show is something that uh, has made me kind of sad. I'm not, you know, nerd rage upset about it, but I am. Uh, Jenna Coleman's hot, but she's not John Constantine. I wish she were Matt Ryan. She's no Olivia Coleman. Right? <laughs> Which was a faux pas I had in the group <laughs> chat the other day. Uh now, something I don't know if you're a Star Trek fan at all, but uh, yeah. Oh, I love Star Trek. Okay, have you watched Lower Decks on Paramount Plus? To follow up, how much I love Star Trek, I have not watched that. Okay, we're talking fart humor. We're talking very lowbrow comedy in a Star Trek series. It's everything that I've ever wanted in Star Trek on Paramount Plus right now. Season three is getting ready to start. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So they've got another show that they're running called Strange New Worlds, which goes back, throws it all the way back to the original series. Have you watched that one? Um, interestingly enough, I was just talking to one of my best friends, Tom, about starting that show because I'm listening to, um, I listen religiously to Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith. Yeah, Mark, okay. Mark Bernardin talks that show so high pedestal that I need to start that show. Like, regardless if my boyfriend is with me or not, I'm because I'm, I'm so in. One of my favorite episodes of the original series is the beginning, is the very first pilot that they half acknowledge, half don't acknowledge. With Captain yeah. Kirk. And I'm like, that's such a great episode. And uh, and why I haven't started, I can't even begin to justify it. But I love that episode. And if, if that's any indication, I would love to start that series and to see what that has to offer. Well, I definitely recommend both, especially because at Comic-Con, they announced a crossover. I saw something about that with, with Lower Decks. Yeah, nobody knows what to expect from that. Even Will Wheaton was like, I'm excited about this. And we're like, all right, dude. Like, if Will Wheaton's, you know, on his personal Facebook page talking about how excited he is, I'm certainly excited because let me tell you, some of the stupidest lowbrow comedy I've laughed at until like I snorted water out my nose has been from Lower Decks, man. It's been fantastic. Um, 
Is that a Seth MacFarlane production? No. Okay. You're thinking of... I'm thinking um, of the Orville. Orville, of the... yeah. Okay. Which is now coming to Disney+. Plus. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I know a lot of people were. Uh, yeah. DC didn't really have a lot of things to show people outside of Sandman, except for Black Adam. A floating um, Rock Johnson. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that one, but also they've let me down enough times that I know not to be excited about that one. So I'm going to keep that one right in my pocket. Um, they did show off a lot of other people. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about Dr. Fate being in live action. That's going to be excellent. Um, that's the thing I'm looking most forward to with Black Adam is uh, Pierce Brown, as James Bond as uh, Dr. Fate. Yeah, like you know, Dr. So Fate. Mm. Gives me another excuse to buy another Dr. Fate action figure from my DC shelf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of DC as well, not really as far as the live media, but as far as the comics, uh, Todd McFarlane announced that they are doing another Batman Spawn crossover. Uh, I've got the first two from way back in the day in my comic book stash, so I'm very excited about this one. Frank Miller had something to do with the first two. I don't know what he's going to be doing with this next one, but hey, you know, could be a thing, could not be a thing. And uh, news to me, I didn't catch that. So that's oh yeah, that was something that was kind of low key announced, and I'm kind of looking through them, my notes, and I'm seeing Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Um, Let's see. There was a multiverses roster announcement, but we played that the other day on Twitch already. We've already got LeBron James in his space jam. Did they announce more people by any chance? Uh, Rick and Morty as two separate characters. And then um, they also did started an event, which got finished up already. Um, Players had to get so many hundred thousand ring outs, and we got the uh, show me what you got uh, arena. (laughs) So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, they showed off some D&D movie, which has been everywhere. They showed off um, the uh, new Lord of the Rings show. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm just kind of sifting through my notes. And uh, the Dragon Ball Super uh, superhero movie, which I'm personally very excited about. Got finally got a trailer. Um, that's going to be exciting. John Wick 4. Anyone who saw John Wick 3 knew that there was going to be another movie. Like, come on. Um, so that's not really that shocking of a surprise. Um, other than that, we got Marvel, a lot of Marvel, and that's that's Marvel. Yes, percent everybody else. Yes, and that that is why you're here today, Travis. We've gotten past the the quick stuff, and now we are getting to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, but before we do, let's talk about your credentials to talk about this with us today. So you've got your own YouTube channel. And it is called Planet Recap. Very much is. Yes, I, uh, I inform a certain audience as to what to know going into certain Marvel properties. So just to kind of preface it by saying, at, in no stretch of the imagination is it geared toward like you and I. You know, right. You and I know like going into anything, like what to know and what to expect and what mm. to not expect. But there is an audience, I feel, that are very casual about certain things. Um, you know, I, I've got... Oh, Brian. Know. Oh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Last I'm last week's podcast was all about how he doesn't watch the Disney Plus shows. And I'm like, dude, they're really? so important. Well, yeah, man, I watched the movies. Anything else is extra time. Brian. <laughs> no, absolutely not. This the Disney Plus shows are not the not the the, the Marvel Netflix shows. These are absolutely canon. Absolutely like, canon. Each one referencing the other, like without a doubt. Hmm. Very much. So you know, uh it all kind of started off with, um, you know, I, my boyfriend and I, like, first couple months of meeting him, I showed him a movie or two, um, thinking, okay, if he likes these, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm in, we're in business, and so I showed him a couple of movies, and I'm like, okay, like, if he can get behind these movies, then I think we're good, and so then at that point, he had started the MCU, so I'm bringing him through, this was like 2016, so I think... Indeed. We had a certain amount of months before we saw, I think, Doctor Strange was our first. MCU yeah. In 2016. So, so we're deep into the MCU at this point. Right. Yeah. Mid phase, like very, actually, yeah. Phase three had just started. So hmm. I'm like, I got two phases to catch him up on in like a matter of three months. So like, you know, we started off, and, you know, we'd watch maybe one or two a week. And, but I, I still, as a like, unconventionally obsessed MCU fan feeling the, the dire need to like, Oh, remember this before we, before we watch this, remember this, and this, and this, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I'm like, but, but, but and I'm, I'm continuously like reminding of this stuff. And so at some point I started making these tiny little videos on my silly little, um, iMovie app. Um, just, for, just for our own sake, like he was the only one to ever watched me. And he'd watch them, and, and I would, I would kind of just talk about, here's what you need to know, blah blah blah. Um, and he would always tell me, "I was really good. You should make a YouTube channel." And I kept saying, "Like, nah, like, I don't know. I can never see myself as a YouTuber." Um, but and then we watched the movie, and he'd enjoy it. Well, the next one, I'd make a new video. Depending on the movie, like if it was like you know Doctor Strange, there's really not a lot to know going mm. that one. You can just kind of. That's one of the very few MCU movies to jump yeah. into. And kind of really know nothing to go with it. But, you know, going into Civil War, kind of a lot of things you need to know about that. Yeah. So, but he kept telling me, like, you need to do this for, you know, more people. And I kind of like, every time he'd kind of mention it, every time he'd start it, he'd get like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I kind of get more and more warmed up to the idea. But the more I talk to people with that and kind of like the back burner, you know, like I've got an ex manager of, uh, my place of of, uh, of where I work, I like. She'd say like like WandaVision, like the preview started coming out for that. She'd say mm-hmm. like, oh, this WandaVision show looks good. Like she's never known like any MCU anything. I'd come into the work the next day after seeing, it, I'd be like, oh my god, this movie. And she'd just be like, sidebar, like not part of the conversation. She didn't know anything about the MCU. Um, really part, not part of the conversation at all. Really wanted, didn't know anything, didn't know who the people were, the actors, or anything. Uh, but suddenly, WandaVision popped on her radar and said, I kind of want to watch this show. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like, you want to watch WandaVision? You've never seen any of the MCU? Um, <laughs> so it was just people like that. Like, I, I kind of come into contact with friends and family that are like suddenly like, oh, I kind of want to watch this. And I'm like, but you need to watch this first. Right. To really get it. Because, 
again, they're not part of our our gene pool of right, yeah. <laughs> people that just bleed MCU. So I thought, you know, I need to put my voice out there. And I'd watch certain videos of like, here's what you need to know before watching, you know, Ragnarok. Yeah. But they'd always leave stuff out. And I'm thinking, but you didn't include X and Y and Z. And yeah, absolutely. So I'm thinking like, I might as well just, you know, bite the bullet, do what my boyfriend's been telling me to do for so long and just... And put my voice out there and try to educate the masses and, and let them do know. it yourself. Exactly. So, like, kind of my whole kind of mantra behind it is if I can make someone enjoy something as much as I enjoy it, then I've done my job. Like, like if I enjoy, you know, 100% this property, like Infinity War which I mean, mm. as many people do, rank very highly. If I can make a non-fan of the MCU go into this movie and enjoy it as much as I did, then I've done my job. And if I can educate them and entertain them in the, in the process, then I've done my job. And I just, I want everyone to like the MCU. I'm the Mormon missionary of, of the <laughs> universe. I'm at your door knocking. I'm, I'm wanting to come in and educate you and your family and your kids on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Have I want you to join Kevin Feige in this word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige. That's right. so, so that's what, kind of where I'm coming from. So yeah, with my Planet Recap videos, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, every video I do, and it might get repetitive if you watch like a marathon of them, but mm-hmm. I treat every video as if you're watching a video of mine for the first time. Which is great. I did the great. same intro. You know, I don't know who's watching. I don't. I don't know who. What you've seen, mm. but I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not. I'm going to preface it by saying, "Here's what I'm going to spoil before you actually get into." It. So many boy. So many videos on the internet do spoil a lot of stuff, and they don't get. Yeah. The boy. day before we went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder, I was sitting at work on my computer, and people were already posting like. Here's how how to um, better understand the ending of Thor: Love and Thunder. And I'm like, what is your fucking problem? You know, um, there was something else too. Oh, Stranger Things season four part two. The day that that dropped, I'm like sitting at work and it's like, did this person, this person, this person, and this person really die? Read more to find out. And that was the title of the article. People who do that are in the separate level of hell, along with people who touch children and talk in movie theaters. <laughs> For, for real, what's my what's my uh, f bomb uh, number? I get for oh this? we're okay we're a podcast. I didn't know what the PA yeah. the MA rating was for these. Do I get one <laughs> like PG thirteen TVMA? Okay, so yeah, absolutely like right. And I didn't even watch Stranger Things, and I already know who dies in that show. Like, <laughs> which I'm wanting to kind of start my movie because I've heard so many. Oh yeah, it's but, good. Uh, I, I, well, you know, next week's episode is uh, fandoms that uh, you, you can't get into the show because of the fandoms. So I'm not going to be that person, you know, that's like, you need to watch Stranger Things, but um, you should watch Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> Lowercase. Oh, yeah. Lowercase. Casual. So. But uh, let's, let's, let's roll with it. So the first thing uh, that's coming out next for the MCU and I actually didn't even think about this being part of the canonical MCU. I really thought that this was going to be 
something more along the lines of the Baymax series uh, is I Am Groot. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, I mean, James Gunn has came out and say it's not part of his kind of Guardians saga. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say it's not part of the MCU. It absolutely is. I Really and truly, I think it's just kind of a if you love it, Baby Groot is the is the Grogu of the MCU. If you right. love Baby Absolutely. Groot that much, then watch this. But it's not going to be one of those. To understand Secret Wars, you need to watch Baby I Am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> so, which, yeah, I mean, they've got Bradley Cooper coming back as, as Rocket. They've got, yeah. which blows my mind that it's actually Vin Diesel sitting in, I just picture Vin Diesel sitting in a studio. I am Groot. I am Groot. How much money does he get every time he's so? I am Groot. Now, excuse me, I'm gonna go drive my car. Yeah, and piss off another director. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. So are the, you are you like excited about this? Are you gonna tune for in that one? Single? Yeah. And admittedly, no. Am I gonna watch it? Yeah, I'm that kind of an addict. However. I'm not like super excited about it. I feel like it's going to be a take it or leave it thing. I don't know if I'm going to watch it as it comes out. It might just be like one of those things where like, it's a Saturday I'm doing stuff around the house. You know, um, we've got a TV in every room mostly. I mean, we live in a townhouse, so it's not like Mm -hmm. we have, you know, we have our book reading den. It's it's. I've got my office. We've got our bedroom. <laughs> we've got the living room, and there's a TV in each one of those. So, uh-huh. you know, if I'm doing something somewhere, like I've got some shelves I've got to hang, I'll watch a couple episodes while I'm doing that. You know, stuff like that. While you're taking a taking a bathroom break, maybe maybe pull up Disney Plus on your phone. Right. Check out another well, stuff or two. My office. So the TV is right here, uh, right behind me. You can kind of see the corner of it in the frame that we've got. Oh, okay. And then I've yeah, also yeah. got, uh, we'll call it, I call it the poop office, um, a bathroom right <laughs> off to the side in this room. So, you know, there's a clean path from the toilet if I leave the door open so I can sit there and watch. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not too proud to say that I've definitely gamed like that before, too. You, you thought this <laughs> My buddies will be like, yo, are you taking a shit? And I'm like, yes, keep killing. Um <laughs> But yeah, you know, that's something that I will definitely casually watch. Now, something that I am not passively excited about is She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I actually meant to have some of my She-Hulk comics with me so I can be like, She-Hulk! But okay. uh, those are in the bedroom and Rachel's sleeping, so uh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I thought you were going to connect the two, like, Rachel sleeping with your comics. Like, you're that protective of your comics. That you- oh, I mean, I'm protective <laughs> enough that they're in our bedroom as opposed to any other room in the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, she- breaks that they have to get to you. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, full disclosure, we are recording this after watching, after I watched SummerSlam. So it's actually like almost one o'clock in the morning as opposed to, you know, when we normally record these yeah. on a Sunday morning. So Rachel is definitely all the way asleep. And if I wake her up, I will I sleep would... on the couch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I decided those could stay in there. Yep, for sure. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. She Hulk. Um, there's a lot to unpack with those trailers that they've been showing. Um, now the comics that they're basing this off of, she has a lot of run-ins with the TVA. 
like literally issue one they're like hey we're taking you you're gonna go do a case for us and she's like who the fuck are you and they're like oh tva and that's really like for the most part you know wow i'm still upset that that didn't happen during the entirety of loki um you know i feel like uh it's going to be more of a lot happens in this one. Like Miss Marvel, I'm not saying a lot didn't happen in it, but all of the important stuff literally happened in the last few minutes. Um, as someone who thoroughly enjoyed that show, I can agree with that statement. Yes, I also, I, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it at all. It's just none of it had an impact on the actual MCU except for the fact that they dunked on uh, damage control like really hard. They were like, hey, damage control, eat shit. And then, uh, you know, um, the whole mutant reveal, which the fact that they used the X-Men theme song makes me so happy on the inside. I literally um, teared up. Got I... warm, warm feelings in my tum-tum. Um, right? And then, uh, which is something that I promised Brian I wouldn't do on this episode, and that he isn't here so i did it um Who, brandon brian uh oh our, brian our, uh, oh, producer, okay. yeah and he usually do, does these shows with me so yeah <laughs> um and then uh you know the whole uh captain marvel showing up on earth at the end that's 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 a lot bigger than anyone's talking about so i feel like she hulk is going to have a lot of actual repercussions on an episodic basis you know you've got smart hulk Kind of like showing her the ropes. You've got Abomination coming back again. Um, love, you've, love well, you've, you've got Daredevil. And, you know, I mean, we've already seen Matt Murdock. So saying, you know, Daredevil showing up at the end isn't really that big of a bomb. Which, by the way, I don't know if you remember, Wilson Fisk showed up on Hawkeye the day before Spider-Man No Way Home came out in theaters and had Daredevil in it. Absolutely did. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. But I mean, it worked. And I'll it take kind it. of felt like a dick move, to be honest. But I thought it was <laughs> hilarious because, I mean, the actual roar of applause in the theater when Matt when you know Matt Murdock showed up and it was like, yeah, I've seen that show. You know, it it was not much compared to when I was sitting at home going, "That's Wilson Fisk. That's Wilson goddamn Fisk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like aside from the reveal of you know. Obi and Andrews, spoiler alert, like yeah. I'd say the like, Matt Murdock is definitely top top three moments. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like, oh my god. Kind of third know. of all, I'm a good lawyer. Uh did you see the meme the other that's been going around and it's like, I should have said I'm a defense lawyer. Hey Peter, remember that time I got that brick? I should have said I'm a defense lawyer. Just pretend I said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was like a text between the two of them. <laughs> <lawyers. laughs> that's great. Now uh I did see that um, Jamila Jamil said that her character in it is absolutely annoying. She so, said her own character is annoying? Yes. Which kind of makes that. me wonder. Um, um, it's the only thing that makes me a little bit concernicus about the show is that the own actor was like, you're not going to like me. Yeah, that's not a really great way to sell your product, is it? Yeah. Maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. But the She-Hulk Attorney at Law coming out August 17th, 2022. Um, that's definitely going to be a big MCU standpoint. Annoyingly entertaining. Maybe you're just like so entertained you just can't handle it. 
bright. I need to watch something else way less free. See, that's a good way to spin that. I uh, hope that's the case. Right? <laughs> and then uh, next we'll have Werewolf by Night coming out in October. Is that a show? Is that going to be a series or is that the... <laughs> so it's going to be a special. A special, okay. Not for some reason that one went over my head. Um, it's not going to be a series. It's not going to be a full-on movie. From what I gathered... If I was a betting man, I'd say we're sometime in sep- late September, early October, we're going to get an hour long Werewolf by Night special. Hour long. Okay. Um, I can't wait. It better be John Jamison. Uh, does he tie into the comics at all? We're pretty sure werewolf by night is j joma janison's son but that uh, that could just be me remembering uh, something uh, effect but uh it's uh russell okay that's what i thought yeah that's definitely a mandela effect hey yeah, all you russell, nerds don't crucify me for that i uh, it's it's 1 a.m leave me alone bam you know jack russell jack russell is werewolf by night i think that's the i forget the actor's name um whoever one of the actors is was in that like uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie, old. I forget. I didn't watch old, but man, I, I didn't either. I was playing. I was playing Evil Dead the game, and luckily I wasn't streaming at the time. It was one of those like I'm gonna warm up before I go online. And this guy that was in my lobby goes, "Oh man, it was it was him and his buddy playing with me and my buddy, and they're like just having this casual ass conversation on the like open mics." And he's like, "Oh man, me and Linda went and saw Old last night," and then he proceeded to talk about the entire plot of the movie as we're like fighting the Candarian demons and like breaking down the <laughs> Book of the Dead. And I'm like, "Yo, can we like focus here?" He's like yeah 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 but first i gotta talk about where the part where the guy like dies in the lake and i'm like shut the fuck up yeah. but yeah I no um, but somehow uh, yeah. werewolf by night just completely i missed that one like i was neo i didn't know that was coming out so that's neat yeah um i can also say i don't i'm not very familiar with werewolf by night but i mean as a diehard of like the original like og universal black and white Mm-hmm. Universal Monsters. I, I, the Wolfman being probably my favorite of those. I'm absolutely. Oh, yeah, Rachel loves the, wolf, one. the old ones too, especially the Wolfman. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, she's a keeper. The Wolfman. Oh, yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. is phenomenal. Yeah. Anybody, anybody who hasn't seen it needs to see it. Like, obviously, it's kind of hokey. It's kind of silly. But mm-hmm. I mean, in the context of, of horror and film. A lot of movies that follow definitely have. Well, clearly, I love horror. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> a little horror no. trend behind me. No, like if I've got a question about horror film, I'm coming to you. Um, yeah, absolutely. But no, the, the Lon Chaney Jr., Bella goes to Dracula. You know, yes. I just I can't get enough of those. So this one in particular, probably Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Probably most excited for just for entertainment yes. value because I, I'm, I, I did read something. It's not a spoiler, but I did read something about how Marvel might put out two versions of this film, of this special, one in color, and one in black and white. 
Okay. You know, usually when they do that, yeah, usually when they do that, I could give less than a shit. Like when they did that with the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I was like, why? But uh, this is actually something that I would watch in black and white, like for certain. For absolute certain. That's great. I'm sold on Werewolf by Night. You had me at Werewolf. You had me at at Night. night. You had me at Black and White. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. But uh, since you brought up Black Panther, we'll go ahead and segue into that. Uh, now, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is absolutely, in fact, the end of Phase 4 now. I'm so glad they gave us uh, a bookend finally to Phase 4. I was wondering when is that coming? When it would ever end. However, I'm kind of mad and going back to two years ago when Kevin Feige was like, yeah, so we're going to end Phase 4 with a Fantastic Four movie as opposed to an Avengers movie, and that's what's going to happen. And that's not what's going to happen. Now they've definitely done some reshuffling. So now, now we've got Wakanda Forever coming out, and literally earlier today, um, I went to my local nerd hangout. Now there there are several places, you know, in Lafayette, West Lafayette. I like to hang out at Infinity Toys, and I promise they don't sponsor us with as much as I talk about them. It's just my homie that owns it, and I like to get throw my bone every now and then. But uh, we were kind of talking about it. a couple other people were coming in and out, and. Uh, there was there was a um, younger younger kid there. I I probably put him at like fifteen sixteen. He definitely drove himself there. He didn't have his parents, but uh, he was like, "Have you guys seen the Wakanda Forever trailer? I came in to get a Namor action figure, not the movie one, but a classic one because now I like Namor." And it's like, okay, that's actually an interesting standpoint, you know. Um, I feel like comic Namor and movie Namor are going to be two completely different dudes, though. Yeah, I think. This kid's probably going to enjoy this name more, more, way more than a diehard name. Well, like yeah. <laughs> well, and then that's kind of the thing is, um, to me, Namor always feels like more of a Fantastic Four character. So I'm still kind of getting what I wanted. But at the same time, uh, have you ever read the, or... I don't know if I've ever talked to you about it before. They did um, a, a DC did a series called I Can't Believe It's Not Justice League and formerly known as Justice League. And then that same creative team went over to Marvel and they did a Defender series. And that is the absolute, like one of my absolute favorite Marvel stories ever done. It's Doctor Strange, Namor, and Hulk. And then all of the covers depict Silver Surfer with them, and that's the team. However, the whole time the three of them are going through and doing all this terrible shit, they're like, where the hell is Norrin? And he's like having a clam bake on a beach, surfing with a bunch of dudes, getting high in a van. Like, it's absolutely the funniest comedy shit that you can think of. Like, Hulk, you know, does the nasty in it and then reverts back to Bruce Banner. And he, he fucks Dorm- Dormammu's sister. And then she, he turns back into Bruce Banner, and she's like, where's the big green guy? And he's like, <laughs> he's not coming back for a while. And she's like, I don't think you understand. He's like, no, I don't think you understand. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that. Never oh, man, that. it's absolutely fantastic. So I don't know. Part of there's When I think of Namor, I either think of that series or, hey, Reed Richards, you fucking nerd. I'm going to go ahead and throw your wife over my shoulder and take her back to Atlantis. Peace, bitches. Um, and those, that's what I think of when I think of Namor. So when I see this, oh yeah. So when I see this, they definitely did two things. They made him like a tribal king. Um, so this is definitely going to be like a warrior race, which I think to pit them up against Wakanda, that's, that was a move that they needed to do. 
However, the nerd inside me is absolutely irked that they're not Atlanteans. I mean, I take it or leave it. I I don't I don't mind apparently. I mean, underwater city. I think everyone's just going to subconsciously think Atlantis. Right. But Travis, so, we can't confuse the normies with the DC Atlantis and make them want to go see Aquaman. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, they don't have to put out trailers for this to get people to want to go see this movie. People are going to go see this movie. They could have called as, Yeah. Yes, exactly. Not to cut you off. No, you're fine. Yeah, go ahead. Well, as, as soon as you show a character that's from another, like, to make it a crossover, everyone goes... Yo, I haven't seen that one before. This is new. This is new and improved. I'm gonna buy the fucking t-shirt, the cereal, and the action figure. Let's go. <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of people excited just from this trailer. Uh-huh. That's I mean yeah, four months I, away. Phase four ends in four months. So what is it? It's, it's last year of July, August, September, October, November. So we've got Three days and or three three months and eleven days until yeah this movie comes out. Big. So, um, the biggest thing I'm I'm into with this kind of retcon um, that they're giving it an as an Aztec or Maya yeah. but, uh, kind of spin to it, which I'm all for. Like like Atlantis in the comics has always been kind of a, obviously a subtrue. Um, yeah kind of a south pacific looking kind of deal yeah. but you know you know whatever spin you want you know make it aztec make it make it you know an offshoot of a kind of culture down in mm. central america like that's a, that's some really creative thinking in my opinion yeah no, absolutely i think the actor they cast i mean aside from just being like ridiculously gorgeous like, I totally buy him. I, from the few frames we've got from him, I'm totally buying him as like a neighbor. Like, yeah. he looks great. And, you know, the whales and the, not to mention the giant uh, megalodon mouth throne, which yeah. I want one. Right. You know? Uh, no, like, I'm all for it. Like, you know, differentiate you from, from Momoa, Aquaman, all you want. But I mean, I mean, Marvel's a brand at the end of the day, and mm-hmm. you can you can make this guy, you know, Abu from The Simpsons, but with a, a Marvel label, people are going to go see this movie, like regardless. No, absolutely, and that's 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 the thing is that I kind of feel like they could have not even tried too hard they did they did it for us they were phil collins on the tarzan movie soundtrack for us with this i I cried to that soundtrack every night (laughs) you know um and and i really like that i I don't remember what they they call them because they're not atlanteans anymore but that's for the all intents and purposes they're atlanteans i really like the fact that they're blue now i mean they they are in the comics so they they're going out of their way to be like, hey, Namor's different, but all these something? other dudes are fucking blue. Can I say something that might? I don't know how much of a spoiler it is. No. Say no, and I won't say it. But if you're interested, I will say it. Um, do it from the do it. from the things I've read. 
Um, Namor will be a mutant. Namor actually is canonically a mutant. Is he? I did not know that. Yes. Uh, Marvel actually lists him as the... So there's there's kind of like a question that pops up from time to time. Um, the one that I'm thinking of specifically is Marvel Knights fan... Like, four. It's just called four. No fantastic in front of it. And the whole plot of this comic is the Baxter building loses all of its funding. So the Fantastic Four has to go out and get regular ass jobs to keep paying the bills. Okay. So um, uh, Sue Storm becomes a uh, teacher. And she's like, All right, can anyone tell me who the first mutant is? And somebody's like, Jesus. And somebody else is like, Namor. And she goes, Well, <laughs> depending on your theology, you're both right. God, please make Jesus a Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is a mutant in the Marvel Universe, as is Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know that, Santa Claus is both a Marvel comic book canonical character and a mutant. So, you know, that's your little tidbit for the day. Did you know there was a side note? Did you know there was a yeah. reference to Jesus and Love and Thunder? I didn't catch that. So, I didn't either, but it was upon further examination of, of uh, the film. Is he in the God Deus? Huh? Was he in the God Deus? Yeah, at uh, Omnipotent City when they're kind of yeah. walking through. Um, Thor, Thor's kind of fanboying over like who's going to be there, and he mentions a carpenter. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of your Jesus yeah. reference. So I haven't watched it since then. I need to go back. And I haven't watch. either. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jesus's uh, subtext and MCU canon at this point, as far as his uh, occupation is concerned. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's funny because like we watched it on IMAX, but um, we did the same thing with uh, Doctor Strange, and I watched it at home the other day on my 4K TV, and it I felt like it looked so much better than it did at the theater. So it's like, oh man, I can't wait for all these movies to come back out on Disney Plus so I can watch it on this bad boy. Because I know I anything that comes out, it's it's if they, I'm I'm all for the IMAX version of, of yeah on TV. I'm, I love it. Absolutely. Uh, so Black Panther is going to close out Phase 4. And before we move on to Phase 5, I have one quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Doctor Doom will also show up in Black Panther? Um, short answer, yes. I do too, and I hope so. Because Doctor Doom is my all-time favorite Marvel character. And every time we've seen him on the screen has been a turd inside some armor. And I'm over it. Are you telling me you didn't like the Game Force Doctor Doom? That's my favorite Doctor I haven't watched it. <laughs> you don't need to. I had to I never I had will. To get Loki drunk to watch that movie and it still didn't improve. Uh, I have seen part of the cinema sins of the you know, however many things wrong with fan four stick and you know I stopped watching that video. However, I do have the Roger Corman. I have a bootleg of the Roger Corman Fantastic Four from the '90s on on DVD, and that up to this point is my favorite Fantastic Four movie. And I'll go to my grave <laughs> until the MCU one comes out. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've been dying to watch it. Oh uh, man, it. I'll definitely let you borrow it. Um, at at the end, Reed and Sue get married, and their limos driving off. And Reed reaches out the top of the limo to wave, uh, yeah. and it's literally a rain gutter painted blue with a glove on top of it, just waving back and forth. <laughs> it's 
awesome. <laughs> so so that wraps up phase four for us. Sadly, not with Fantastic Four, but we'll get there. Um, so now we move on to phase five. And phase five is a James Gunn project. My boy James with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming out in December, just one month after Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I guess they don't have an official release date for that, but I guess we can expect it in December. Um, okay. I, um, look, looking at this, it says December, but you know, I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the shortest gap between phases. It's like they literally just had to stick a book in there to be like, okay, we got it. This is getting out of hand. Here we go. Yep. And um, not not very much is known about the holiday special, other than the fact that it's just kind of there. Yeah, I don't know. If, you know, maybe in the same vein of I am Groot. Like, do we consider this an official? Well, do we consider this an official chapter of the MCU, or do we just kind of let this be kind of a silly little um, spinoff special? I mean, James Gunn did make it. Yeah, but did he also make Iron Fist? No, he didn't. So, yeah. I mean, regardless, I feel like it's going to be beloved. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I I feel like if you were to have anybody have a ridiculous like holiday special for no reason, it would be the Guardians. Um, Canonically, Thor isn't with them anymore, but that's the only thing I would add in. Maybe Thor stops by to be like, ha ha, I'm your favorite. Ha ha, you love me. And they'd be like, no. No, we the fuck don't. Um, I assume you've seen the bootleg uh, Star Wars Christmas special, correct? I, yeah, I own a copy of that as well on DVD. Good, good. Yes, uh, I think it was like 2015. I did like a rewatch of all the Star Wars, and one of my buddies let me borrow his bootleg, and I watched it for the very first time. I was probably the same as anyone's reaction, just thought like, "What yeah. the fuck am I watching right now?" Yeah, just, you got almost, blue cartoon Boba Fett. You got Chewbacca's grandpa watching porn in the in the living room. You know, itchy, B. Arthur like, singing. Itchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B. Arthur. Yeah, she was in it. She was totally. In it. Yeah, she was the bartender. Yeah. Um, I mean, was it, was it amazing? Yes. Was it the best thing Star Wars has put out? No. Was it entertaining? No. Absolutely. Man, and you know, they, they put out another holiday special under the Lego Star Wars banner, and that was that was pretty neat. Um, they did a lot of, like, time travel and stuff, and, you know, they, they yeah. tried to make it canonical, but not. Um, and I was starting to, you know, really like what Disney was doing with Star Wars, not to segue too far off. But uh, then they did a Halloween special, and it was the story of how um, Ben Solo got tempted by the dark side of the forest to become Kylo Ren. If you haven't seen it, Travis, it's literally a parody of uh, The Lost Boys. Really? Yeah, I was watching it with Rachel, and we're sitting there, she starts laughing, and she goes, oh my god, you know what this is? And this is like early in our relationship, and I'm like, "What? what, what is it? And she goes... All we're missing is cry, little sister. And I'm like, oh my god, it's the Lost Boys. And she goes, it's the Lost Boys. I'm like, I'm turning this off. Oh my god, no, I haven't even. When it comes to Lego stuff, I love Legos, but as far as like the personal thing, yeah, I don't get much into it. 
honestly, with not having anything canonical for Star Wars for years, and then now it was popping, I was excited for everything, but now I'm just kind of like, Disney, no. No. definitely carnival ride as far as Disney's treating Star Wars. I mean, Mandalorian's great, and the Book of Boba Fett is so awesome I couldn't handle it. Boba Fett riding a Rancor, oh my god. That was um, yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, but we're getting off track. So we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Nobody really knows what to expect. And then past that is What If Season 2. And I feel like that's great because not many of the Marvel Plus shows were intended to be a series, but as in fact a mini-series. Um, what If is one of my favorite long-time Marvel series. It's it's I love Fantastic Four and I love What If. You know, and in Spider-Man. Those were like really the things that you, I could always expect to be picking up from the comic shop. I mean, what if it's kind of spotty in its production run? But uh, then they announced the show and I was like, yo, we're doing a what if TV show? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, it's an MCU what if. And I'm not going to lie, that first season kind of let me down in several places all over the place. Did it? Yes. Um, they didn't spread the wealth. And to be completely honest with with you, they, I don't feel like they went too wacky with it. You know, I'm talking things like Wolverine becomes Lord of the Vampires. We're talking like Venom attaches himself to the Punisher and Punisher takes out everyone because fuck you, that's why. You know, like there, there were some crazy what if stories and this was like, what if Black Panther and Star-Lord switch places? Okay, what if Black Panther and Star-Lord switch places? You know what the answer is? Chadwick Boseman voices Star-Lord and not much else happens. He wears a purple jacket instead of a red jacket. The universe is literally better having T'Challa as Star-Lord. I mean, you're not wrong, but I felt like the the stretch that they took with that wasn't so much of a what-if thing. Um, And then what if Thor had a party on Earth? Not the best episode. Was it entertaining? Absolutely. That was the worst episode. Um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and that role as Grandmaster with the lineup yeah. released the film was... <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Top three favorite quotes of that series. I am and then... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, I to your point, I didn't read the What If comics. I've read very little comics aside from, like, two or three uh, event comics. So, like, I'm here for like your your reaction because I okay, and that's that's a very off. fair point. That's a fair point. I'm going I feel off like what I see here. Like it's it's a high standard to me. What if comics is basically them going, let's fuck up this universe that we like keeping so tidy, um, and they didn't really go off the rails too much. Uh, I also feel like the zombies episode was not as great as it should have been. I Hold your breath. Like, Hold your breath. They got that series coming out. Uh, that's coming out too, but like, man, uh, they did some crazy shit with the Marvel zombies. I'm talking like they eat Galactus and start going to other planets and just clearing out planets at a time. Um, they did a prequel series where Ash from Army of Darkness, like they, they canonically Dynamite Comics ended their Army of Darkness series with Ash being able to finally retire by way of dying and going to heaven so then they did marvel zombies versus army of darkness 
literally starts off with Ash Williams standing in line, like waiting, like, oh, I'm going to get into heaven. This is great. I finally don't have to fight evil anymore. And then zombie sentry <laughs> start biting people. And St. Peter's like, yo, dog, listen, we're going to let you into this party, but we need you to do us one more favor. And he literally sends Ash to the Marvel Zombies universe. And he's got to go get the Necronomicon. Guess who has the Necronomicon in the Marvel Comics universe? Dr. Doom. So, oh. like, he goes and he, like, storms Doom's castle. They do this fake out where, like, there's an Ashley Williams of that universe and Howard the Duck eats his brains. And it was like a cliffhanger thing. And it's like, oh, shit, how does that happen? Doesn't matter because it's the same dude from a different universe, you know? Like, they, they really went reckless with it. And then you've got this where it's like, yeah, everyone's a zombie, but... Um, the vision. Um, so, again, I haven't read the What If comics, but yeah. the points you're bringing up, the ones you like the most, are ones they don't legally have rights to quite yet. Like, yes. Like well, Galactus, Mutants, Galactus. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they're not so, even at all. They have Ash, but um, well, so like the Marvel Zombies actually started as a crossover with the. Uh, do you remember the Ultimate DC or DC Ultimate Marvel Comics being a thing? Yeah. So issue twenty one of Ultimate Fantastic Four, there was a variant cover that had Ultimate Reed Richards looking through a portal at six one six Reed Richards because in the comics they're six one six too. The fact that the MCU calls himself six one six almost breaks my heart. Anyway, so it has Ultimate and. 616 Reed Richards, like, looking at each other through a universe device. And everyone thought, like, holy shit, this is it. This is the crossover finally happening. Well, at the end of the issue, it's it's the zombies. And zombie Reed was, like, plastificating his face to not look like a zombie. And that's literally where that all started. And then it spun off to its own thing. And I think they did, like, five or six of those. And then the Marvel one. And then... uh they did a werewolf spinoff of that and a couple of one shots and it just went absolutely crazy in the early 2000s. So I don't know, but um, what if season two, I really hope they bring it basically is what I was saying. Um, if, yeah. if they're going to make a second season, they better bring it. Yeah. It's also been greenlit for season three. So if they don't bring it. Season oh, two, you still got hope for a season three. That makes me happy. Even if it sucks, I get more. Um, so then after this was when we finally really get the the first big drop of phase five, which is quantum mania. Now I got to give it props to absolutely everyone that we, <laughs> that we watched Loki season one with talking about Kang and then Kang happened. So now it's like Kang will return in quantum mania. So it's like, okay, great. Because Loki doesn't come out until much Loki season two doesn't come out until Several months after Quantumania. So, just a few months probably later. Yeah. Uh, It's supposed to come out summer 2023. Um, So with Quantumania coming out on February 17th, that's, you know, three, four months at least, even if it comes early. So I'm very excited about that, which is is funny because I'm not a big fan of the other two Ant-Man movies. I liked them. They were movies I saw. I laughed. Um, I appreciate what they did. You know, it's Paul Rudd. Um, Of course, when I think of Paul Rudd, I think of him going on Conan O'Brien and showing the Mac and Me clip. Yes, that's my favorite. Um, (laughs) Down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, also, being a huge horror movie fan, I also think about him being in Halloween 6 and how terrible that was. Uh, every time I close my eyes and try to go to sleep, it's it's awful. Just to jump in, <laughs> Which, on, Reddit, is, uh-huh. on Reddit, I saw Ant-Man Quantumania trailer week, and I pressed play, and it was just that Mac and Me trailer. I was you like, had, you had to know. Great. You so had great. to know. Oh, man. He did that for, for Ant-Man, too. He's like, he's like Conan. Yeah. Disney sending me here, like, why? Why would I do that? Like, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, this is an actual clip from the movie, <laughs> and sure enough, it was. And he's like, "All right, Conan, sorry, sorry, I was breaking your balls." Here's here's the clip from Ant Man, and then he did it again. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> oh, that's just gold. But is going to be great. Um, they're changing up Cassie Ling's character again, again, uh, yeah. or actress again. Which definitely, I've had this theory that they're setting up Young Avengers. It's the thing that's the most obvious, but it's the most not confirmed. But they've not confirmed it at all. Um, Now, however, they are still confirming some things at D23 coming up. Um, But, you know, you've got got Patriot from the uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier series. You've got Kamala Khan now. You've got the uh, Bailey Atwell. You've got you've got Wanda's boys who were founding members of the Young Avengers. However, they're not really in our universe currently, so maybe like something will happen down the line when they get pulled in, but that's that's for later talk. Um yeah, Hawkeye <clears throat> Mockingbird. Uh, yeah. Um and Kang can even show up as Iron Lad. Fuck it. Is very true. I mean, that would make for a very good story arc between a good king variant versus a very evil king variant. I yeah. would totally, I mean, I'm going to be in line for it anyway, but that'd be a very good reason to sell tickets. Uh, you know, um, Elena Belova, I don't know if they're playing on me. I can yeah. see her more toward Thunderbolts more than she's She's a Thunderbolt. Um, definitely, because, you know, you got you got the Elaine recruiting everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but then after that, you've got Secret Invasion, which could definitely give us Hulkling. Yeah, which, I'm not very familiar with Hulkling, so whatever you say is going to kind of... So Hulkling is a Kree and Skrull hybrid, and he has to hide okay. the fact that he is a Kree and Skrull hybrid. So okay. what does he morph into so people leave him the fuck alone? A Hulk? Okay. I've always thought that was absolutely genius. Yeah. Um, but no, Secret Invasion. So... I want to go way back to when Miss Marvel comes out. Uh, I went and saw that with my best friend. And we're walking out of the theater being like, they fucked up. They fucked up bad. How fucking dare they talk about the scrolls being the good guys the whole time. That's not supposed to be revealed for way later. Everyone's supposed to hate the scrolls. Scrolls are supposed to be misconstrued as bad. What are they doing? And then the whole point of Secret Invasion was everyone was supposed to hate the scrolls one last time until you realize, like, oh, those poor green bastards don't have a home. And that's why they're doing this, to try to fit in, you know? Um, but some, something else about Secret Invasion that was really neat is we got characters back from the dead because they never died. Their scroll counterparts did. And I'm wondering if that might happen in this. Yeah, I mean, 
if you were a betting man, you had to pick one character from at least phase three. Who's your scroll? Really? That's cool. Well, I mean, that's the only way they could bring him back. And they kind of, I mean, killing Iron Man was a big, like, final, you know, point that they had to make because they're like, we want this to feel like a final point for our saga. But at the same time, like, what is the MCU without Iron Man? Been pretty good without him, although he's been my favorite character. Like, I'm still here for the ride. I think making him a scroll would kind of cheat the whole heroic tone. And you're not wrong. Well, the scrolls are good guys down, down at heart. I know, but I if there's going to be a Tony that gives his life, I hope it's the our Tony, not a mm-hmm. Tony. If that's the case, where has Tony been for right. X amount of years? Well, and that's then a, like yeah. Miss Marvel, uh, you know, Carol Danvers was one of the big scroll reveals, uh, as well as Jarvis, but we don't have a human Jarvis. We have the Vision now because he was an AI. And that was kind of like a big deal when like Jarvis just like turned green and started shooting at people, and everyone was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Um, I'm thinking of other big players that turned out being scrolls. Uh, Spider Woman, we don't have her in the MCU yet. Um, Mrs. Fantastic, you know, the Invisible Woman, we don't have her yet. We do have Electric Nachos. Um, <laughs> What's Electric? What is that? Mm. Electric nachos. No, uh, Electra Nachos was actually like one of the, the bigger scroll players as well. And then um, when we finally got the real Electra back at the end of Secret War, she's like, oh, yeah, I've been like basically evil this whole time. Uh, the, the good Electra is not me. So I'm going to go run the hand now and everyone else can like eat the corn out of my shit. Okay, thanks. Um... <laughs> Fair enough. So I don't know if that's going to like factor into the Daredevil series that we haven't even begun to talk about yet, but I, I really feel like Secret Invasion is when they can really screw a lot of stuff up for no reason, and I'm really down with that. Yeah, I just I hope it's going to be kind of in the same vein as Winter Soldier, just like this conspiracy thriller, like right when you think you know you're two steps ahead of the story you find out you're actually five steps behind well i feel like yeah no i agree i feel like as a comic fan it's gonna piss me off constantly but i feel like as a a, a fan of cinema and what they've really built with the mcu i'm really gonna like it so i'm definitely gonna be conflicted but at the end of the day it's it's part of the story man um there's a lot of things they can do kind of like Something that really irked me about Falcon and Winter Soldier is they were like, I wonder what Steve would do. It's like, bro, he's not dead. He's just old. Go visit your grandpa. You can go visit the old Asian guy. Go visit old man Steve Rogers and ask him his opinion. I'm sure he would love to talk about World War II again. I don't know. Not only did they not acknowledge that he was alive, they just assumed he was on the board. Yeah. Which was, I mean, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Um... But, you know, and then after that, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So after we've talked about two maybe canon Guardians projects, we have the canon Guardian project. And all I know is that James Gunn said that a lot of people will be upset. This is the ending of this branch of the story. And there will be a new team after this. I don't know if that means people are going to die 
again or if they're just going to move on or what. All I know is that James Gunn is a man of his word. And if he says you will be mad at him, you will be mad at him. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of his from going way back to his trauma days. I've literally seen every single one of his movies. And Scooby-Doo. he doesn't fuck around with that. It's going to be like Scooby-Doo where he's going to reveal Scrappy-Doo is, <laughs> yeah. is the high evolutionary. <laughs> that bastard. Which, yeah, high evolutionary's in this. You know, you know who <laughs> belongs to? He's an X-Men character. Uh... Uh, He's also a Fantastic Four uh, character too. He he really uh, dabbles in both of those universes. Uh, what's the the mountain Scarlet Witch? The uh, yeah the the mountain that she drops on herself mountain. that that's Wonderboard. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That's that's some I, high evolutionary shit. We were talking about that too. That's right. So you know that's I feel like I don't know. Are they going to bring the Guardians back to Earth? I don't think so. I think they've. Almost it's branded been earthed out, yeah. Branded guardians as non-Terran earthly storylines. I think going forward, oh, I mean, if he if he's gonna jump off of the four eleven thunder scene, it's gonna be post Endgame. That would be neat. Face. If so. they if they literally pick up from where. They left off in Thor London. They might do that in the holiday special, actually, now to think about it, because that's got to come first. Um, yeah. So either way, that's going to happen. And then Loki season two, mm-hmm. which if any one single Disney Plus series had to have a second season, I'm so glad it's Loki. They definitely ended on flipping. That's for sure. Wow. Maybe we'll get a wow this time. Maybe we will get a Noah Wilson wow. Um, that was just absolutely jam packed with action. Uh, we got comic book Loki. We got comic book Loki in season one. What are they gonna do in season two? Uh, and Throg. Yeah, and Throg. Give us a Throg spinoff. Man, I I told myself I was done buying Funko Pops, and then they made the Throg in the in the jar, and I almost <laughs> bought it. Man, I almost bought it. <laughs> I just don't have room for any more. You know. Um, <laughs> I can make room for Throg. I don't know. But, uh, you know, that's that's a thing. Um, so I really think that Loki Season 2 is going to be fantastic. And then we've got Echo, which is a follow-up to Hawkeye. But I feel like it's going to be more of a lead-in to, to more Daredevil because she's I, actually more of a Daredevil character. I agree with that too. The one thing that didn't happen during Hawkeye is that Echo didn't become Ronan, and that makes me sad. Well, so maybe, maybe in the Echo series, though. Just, just maybe. If you wish hard enough upon a star, Disney will give us Echo as Ronan, uh, yep. which I think would be absolutely bitching. Because um, I don't something... know much about. Yeah, I don't know much about her. I, so anything I'm going into is going to be new. So, so the to be brief about it, the timeline of Ronan was Clint Barton was believed to be dead after Scarlet Witch lost control of her powers, and he she accidentally blew him up. But then, because it was all just an illusion, he didn't actually blow up. But he felt that he needed to let people think he was dead, so he started moving around as this new character that he came up with, Ronan, which really didn't come into the front light until the New Avengers happened. Um. 
And then partway through New Avengers, it's kind of like, who the hell are you anyway, man? And it's like, it's me, a Hawkeye. So after that, like somebody else had to be the Ronin, and it ended up being Echo. And it was, I don't know, it's just fun. Um, okay. So I don't know really what to expect from Echo other than maybe Hawkeye, maybe Daredevil, most likely Wilson Fisk. I think they're Since both she confirmed. Him. Oh, good, good. That's a good so, sign. I really like the fact that we're using Daredevil. He's not. Yeah, they're not. They're not wasting Charlie Cox at all. Um, speaking of which, did you know that Mar- that Disney is contractually obligated to use the Fox Marvel actors? Yeah, for several years. Yeah, yeah. So, until, um, until like twenty twenty five or twenty six, which means we're really not going to get any new movies until like that time. Which, which is why is they used Xavier uh, Patrick Stewart. Which is why they're using. Brian Reynolds, which is why they're making new characters. Well, in my mind, the the universe that they go to in Multiverse of Madness is in fact the universe from the X Men cartoon. That's why he's got the gold hover chair, and they play the music and everything. But more on that because we're moving down the list next to Marvels, mm. which is going to have Carol Danvers. It's going to have Kamala Khan. It's going to have Photon. And I don't know if anybody else is going to be in it, but they've definitely at least made it to the point that you're going to know that it's those three. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brie Larson has not, if I'm being honest, been my favorite MCU actor to join the game. You know. Um, I think I'm not alone in that assumption. She's made not at all. I know, she's... A little too outspoken. I don't mind anyone outspoken, but she seems a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that they've gone from Captain Marvel 2 to the Marvels mm-hmm. means that they probably sat her down and have a nice talking with Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know how much you know about the character Rogue, but for the most part, the power set that people know her to have, where she's got the super strength and the flight and all that stuff... That's that's actually because she sapped it from uh, Carol Danvers. Oh, she she touched her for way too long and, and just kind of like ultra absorbed it. So for like the majority of the nineties, that that rogue that everyone knows and loves, and especially from the X Men cartoon, is because of contact with Carol Danvers. So maybe we can get that going in a, in a future installment too. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we've got the Ironheart series, which. Uh, uh-huh. I definitely feel is a spinoff. They're going to make it more of a spinoff of Wakanda forever, as opposed to an yeah. Iron Man tribute, which is what it is. In the comics, she's kind of like the new Iron Man. Yeah, they definitely didn't shy away from her in the trailer. They, they literally showed an Iron Heart. Yes. Um, also, the character um, kind of cool handshake slapping, hand slapping, uh, like almost, I guess it was kind of an homage to um, Shuri and T'Challa's kind of brotherly sister sibling. Yeah. High five uh, with between Shuri and Riri Williams. So, I mean, yeah. She's got to play some kind of large part in this sequel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, that's, that's going to be yeah. a whole mini series. Uh, yeah. 
So I, I've, yeah, I feel like that's how we're going to get Iron Man back as well. To kind of circle back to the what if Tony Stark was a scroll? Maybe not. We're still going to get an Iron Man, but it's going to have a womb in front of the man. So um, <laughs> I've again not to kind of like confirm or spoil anything, but I've read something that says that uh, I forget the character's name, but Obadiah Sane's son okay. may or may not play the villain in this series. Which, Neat. Absolutely. Uh, it's another biblical name, like Obadiah. I don't remember the character's name. Is that Obadiah? Is that, a, is that his name? I don't remember. I'm uh, I'm not the biggest Iron Man fan. Um, but that's kind of almost yeah. Without rebooting Iron Man, the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then after that, or maybe even concurrent to that, I feel like it's going to be after that the way that they plan things out. It's it's also the fall of 2023. We're talking X Men '97, which, looking at the entirety of Phase Five, that's the thing I'm most excited about. I was that kid on Saturday morning in the 90s, sitting there in front of his TV with the bowl of cereal going, nah, 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 nah. Yes. you know, uh, everyone in the show is based off of Jim Lee's X-Men. It's my favorite era of X-Men. Um, I have that Jim Lee X-Men number one in all five different variant covers still to this day because I'm that big of a nerd. My, one of my long boxes that I keep my comics in is the wraparound cover uh for that era of X-Men from the X-Men number one. So like, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm definitely excited about this X-Men 97 series. Um, what a lot of people don't know is they actually had a comic book continuation of the show after it ended. And it ended on a very bleak note of the entire universe collapsing and restarting. And then they did like a soft reprint of the original Stanley X-Men number one from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind. I'm really glad that they can kind of go back and retrace their steps and be like, "No, that never happened. You never read that. These are not the mutants you're looking for. These are the mutants you're looking for." I definitely saw that they they you know are focusing more on some of the side characters from last time, so that's going to be neat. And then, as much as I love the X Men, I'm also kind of excited to see what they do with the new Blade yes. uh, in November. Um, I've been ready and waiting for this after we sat through that awful, awful Eternals movie and then heard Blade's voice at the end in the end credit scene. Um, which also, side note, I saw that Harry Styles was signed on for five movies as Eros. Really? Yeah. I hope none of them are Eternal sequels. Um, <laughs> which also, why the fuck has no one talked about the giant hand and head sticking out of the earth? All I need is for someone to be like, hey, did you see this? And like, hold up a newspaper or a magazine. That's it. That's all I want. That's I was hoping I want. they would just do that in Spider-Man, you know? It's like, okay, cool. So, you know, that just goes to show you how much nobody gives a shit about the Eternals. Um, Kevin Buggy was like, just kidding, JK, JK. Yeah, we, we did it because we love Steve Ditko. We've done it, and it's over. Okay, bye. Uh, but Blade is going to be exciting because I feel like this is when they're going to go back to the more R-rated stuff again. I really can't see them doing a PG-13 Blade or why they would want to. House of Catan was terrible. Um, I, 
I would imagine it's gonna be PG thirteen by by the nine year Yeah, I mean, Marvel Disney didn't make House of Cthulhu, but it definitely wasn't the R. <clears throat> Sticky Fingers was also not great as Blade either. I'm not trying to shit on it, but I'm also not going to praise it in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I definitely like... I, I, I know they, they've shown me that they can do a more horror side of the Marvel Universe, and I liked it. So I'm really excited to see what they do with Blade. Um, I know a lot of people shit on Multiverse of Madness, and we keep bringing it up, but I feel like they really did some, some great, just kind of like, we're doing some scary stuff. Um, so that's cool. And then something that a lot of people uh, are not excited about is the Agatha uh, Coven of Chaos show that's coming out in the winter. Um, I've heard some really, really negative takes on that. People just yeah. being like, why? This is going to be more useless than Moon Knight. You know, and it's like, oh. Moon Knight? That was a great show. But where where does it connect? With uh, the sons of uh, not the sons of anarchy, the yeah, you know the thing. What's it the the the, the, the Marvel Knights? Yeah, those yeah. no the sons of what's it called? What am I thinking of? A Ghost Rider and, and Moon Knight and Blade Marvel and, Knights. You're thinking of that game, um, Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns, yeah. Oh, they're building up. Midnight Suns, absolutely. Okay, well, I can I can deal with that. But a lot of people are just like I said. I, these are other people's words I'm talking about. Sure. I, I liked Moon Knight, and you know I did. Um, but this Coven of Chaos, a lot of people are like, that's unneeded. We've already hit that story and moved away. But it's like, did we though? Because I don't think one is dead. Oh no, 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 no. no they're not gonna. They're not going to make Multiverse of Madness. Elizabeth Olsen's Swan Song. It's going to be some other fantastic Scarlet Witch-centric Avengers 4. Is that what you're saying? Fantastic 4? Fantastic um, 4. Well, in the comics, I don't know if you know about this, but she she is actually uh, the babysitter for the Fantastic 4 because nobody else can actually control uh, Franklin Richards because he's so powerful. It's 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 like you know that short for the Incredibles. Like what happened to Jack Jack? Except like he's creating and destroying universes. Yes, on a whim. Um, so Coven of Chaos ends with Ding Dong. Reed Richards opens the door and it's Elizabeth Olsen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if Reed Rick anything that has anything to do with the Fantastic Four, I'm in a hundred percent, thousand percent. Um, Fair enough. You know, so then next we get to Daredevil Born Again, which doesn't come out until spring 2024. But they're completely blowing apart the six-episode miniseries format, and they're doing 18 episodes. That's crazy. Like, I don't know, but do you think that they're going to do half-hour episodes or an hour? They're doing 40-minute to an hour episodes has been confirmed already. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of content. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. I'm in love with that idea. Um, It's going to be great. Um, 
I wasn't like I I watched Daredevil seasons one and two Defenders and I think I stopped after Defenders just because I think at that point I realized there really is no connectivity between these Marvel Netflix shows. That was that was it for his story though. Um, really, I didn't I ever think... watch season three. I don't know what happened. It didn't matter. Was there a season three? I know I watched all of it, but I feel Bullseye. like there was only two seasons. Bullseye was the was Bullseye the villain of, of Yeah, I feel three. like that was season two though. Either way. I'm sure this is um yeah, no, I absolutely loved all of Daredevil. That was that was fantastic and I loved it. Um I really like Luke Cage too. Hated Iron Fist. Iron Fist is on the same level as Thor 2 and Eternals with me. Um, they can all just not ever be talked about ever again outside of this podcast. <laughs> but I, you know, it's I'm excited to see if they pick up right. from where Daredevil left off, or if they go in a completely different direction and you're just supposed to understand these characters and where they come from. Because I know that they said uh, Kevin Feige said that he's done giving us unnecessary origin stories. Yeah, I mean. I think with Daredevil, they're just in, in any of the other. This goes the same with any of the Netflix shows. I think they're going to include the actor, but just not reference mm-hmm. anything that happened. And if anything's argued, that was just another universe in the multiverse. And right. we're going to do our own thing. They were here the whole. They were here the whole time. Well, this is the whole theme of this. You know, phases one, two, and three were the Infinity Saga. This is the multiverse saga. So you know, who knows. Yep. Literally nothing is off the table, uh, which leads us to Captain America 4, New World Order, New, 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 NWO, New, New, New World Order, which the memes on this have been fire. Like, I know you're not a wrestling fan like I am, but there's yeah. been so many Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash <laughs> memes about, really? yes, because they were the NWO back in the day. <laughs> And now we've got this Captain, like I saw it where, you know, Captain America, New World Order, and then it was literally the three of them. And like it was, they would do this thing where they like spray paint NWO on everything. And then like everyone was a member of the NWO at one point. These memes have been fire in both my comic related groups and my wrestling related groups. I absolutely love it right now. It's the first time I'm seeing Synergy. I love it. Uh, But all I know is that this is going to be the first um, Sam Wilson, Captain America, you know, like centric project outside of the show. Yeah. Um, On one hand, I'm sad because in the comics, you've got Sam Wilson as Captain America and then Steve Rogers as Captain Steve Rogers. And they're both kind of like both cap at the same time. And Chris Evans has come out and he's like, I'm not Captain America anymore. It's, 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 you know, Sam Wilson and you're going to have to fucking live with that. And it's like, that's fine. I can live with it, but I still like Coca-Cola classic as well. You know? So <laughs> I have nothing against the new Coke. It's bold and refreshing, but Coca-Cola classics where it's at. Um, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, Mackie's gorgeous and refreshing in his own right. And I'm all for it. I can totally. I I bought him as captain and uh, and Falcon Soldier. I'm as 
as as Cap, and I'm totally here to see him as Captain America in the new Captain America Four. Um, new, theory, new World Order. Do you remember during the Phase Three announcement at Comic Con what they announced as Captain America Three? Do you remember what the title they was that, that no. they announced was? They announced it as Serpent Society, Captain America Serpent Society. Yes. And then Kevin Feige on stage made a joke saying, I think we need to redo this title. Captain America Civil War. Out comes Captain Outcomes Steve um, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. I think this is a total um throwaway title i think personally come d23 we will see a new title reveal i don't know maybe it's just because new world order just sounds so vague i don't know does that have anything to do with the comics at all is there a new world order in the marvel comics uh no I mean, I'm getting some fire wrestling memes from it. So, you know, if that's what it is, I'll live with it, you know. Um, <laughs> but I, I, that's a good point. Um, I totally forgot about the Serpent Society because they were like, hey, you remember that uh, Civil War story that everyone fucking loved and just like boosted the shit out of comic sales? We're going to make that into a movie. Um, which, to be honest, the comic book was much better than the Civil War movie. But... I could see them doing that, man, because the next thing, well, the next thing after that is Thunderbolts. And that's going to end Phase 5. And I honestly feel like Phase 5 is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of the MCU, where the bad guys win, because the Thunderbolts are not good guys. The Thunderbolts are the suicide squad of the Marvel Universe. They're like, hey, there's all these bad guys, and we're just kind of fucking with you. So if you think we're the good guys, you're not paying attention. Um, I mean, there's no Norman Osborn to lead them. Um, I know the Thunderbolts have existed way before Norman Osborn was the leader of the uh, Thunderbolts, but I feel like that's my favorite era. We've got Baron Zemo. Um, we've got U.S. Agent. We've got the uh, Yelena Belova. We've got uh, Elaine. From Seinfeld, she's collecting yeah. people. I, I'm yeah. trying to think of who else she has, but um, uh, Abomination. You say Abomination? Ab- Abomination. Yeah, he's gonna be there too. Um, I think Abomination that was is more than anymore. The fact yeah. that they're, they're promoting him so heavily and mm-hmm. She-Hulk stuff, it's, and also Shang Chi says, yeah. "Hey, remember this guy? Like, he's gonna come in more or so later." That movie was canon, whether you wanted it to be or not. <laughs> and I know some people that don't want it to be canon. Yeah. Not being one of them. Um, I, I think they might even introduce Punisher into the Thunderbolts, which would be amazing. Well, and see, that's the thing, is that um, they did also say that John Barenthal is coming back as the Punisher. It's probably going to be in Hawkeye, not Hawkeye, uh, Daredevil. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the end of phase five is Thunderbolts. And yep. then phase six, um they only gave us a couple of movies and then 
Three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven untitled films. They didn't say anything about the shows, but they definitely said that my favorite announcement out of all of this, of course they saved the best for last because I was whining like a little butthurt kid that they didn't have Fantastic Four in Phase 5. But to start Phase 6, yes, I don't want to wait till November 8th, 2024, but that's just a reason to keep myself alive until then because let me tell you... Four. 24 fan No, I'm so excited about the MCU actually doing the Fantastic Four. Um, Doctor Doom is my absolute favorite Marvel character. You can't have Doctor Doom without the Fantastic Four and that accursed, cursed Richards. Um, I feel like you can't do Secret Wars without the Fantastic Four, especially Doctor Doom. Every time there's been a Secret Wars, Doctor Doom fucks it up for everybody else no matter what. Be it him taking the power of the Beyonder. Be it him taking the power of the Beyonder again. Uh, You know, it's like Doctor Doom is always the winner of the Secret Wars. So the fact that that is another movie. So there's Fantastic Four untitled film um, Fantastic Four, the Kang Dynasty, which, yes. oh yeah, by the way, Kang is the main villain across this, you know. Um, yeah, confirmed. Yeah, so it's kind of like he really isn't gonna be there much after Quantum. He's gonna be there in Quantum Mania and Loki, and then there's really no reason for him to show up in anything else, unless surprise. Kang has been controlling everything like chess pieces the whole time. He's literally in every movie. Um, it's not Mephisto, but whatever. It was Jonathan Majors all along. All along. Maybe we will get Mephisto finally, and I won't care anymore because Kang's such a good villain. In Blade. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, or or in Agatha, because you know she is his wife. Um <clears throat> So we've got the Kang Dynasty, another untitled film, and then another Avengers film, which, by the way, the Kang Dynasty is under the Avengers title as well as Secret Wars is under the Avengers title. We don't have Avengers anymore. How is that going to form? Again, kind of jumping to my D23 predictions. Mm -hmm. I can see them. I can see Kevin Feige walking out and saying, remember when I announced these? And it's going to show the title cards and it's going to say, it's going to <laughs> Young Avengers, the King Dynasty, Young Avengers, Secret Wars. Ooh, okay. Um, or maybe even New World Order could turn into the New Avengers. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of rework for the Serpent Society. <laughs> we will actually get a Serpent Society movie. <laughs> Madam Hydra, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but no, I think there's going to be some kind of whether it's a, a title edit or just here's a new uh, untitled uh, property, it's going to be Young Avengers. I, you know, again, they keep every single other thing they put out. Here's a here's the Tiny Toons version of what you like. Tune in to 2026. You're gonna see them all together. Yeah, no, I think that's a that's that's an excellent way to put it. 
Um, because we've got four more movies after that. And then do you think phase six will be the end of the MCU? No, 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 no. I think by the time they get, like you, like you mentioned, proper mar- uh, mutant, mutant rights, and they will have just gotten the Fantastic Four introduced, I think we might start seeing more of, you know, 2012 Avengers kind of footnotes, we're going to see more of just an MCU version of the X-Men. I think the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, might start being a whole new era. Okay. A whole new era, the DNA of what we're going to see 2025, 26, forward. I think we're going to be seeing, I think we're probably early, mid, halfway through the MCU. Well, I mean, now that I know that I've got Fantastic Four coming in the pipeline, I have to rally for my next favorite team, which is Old Man Captain America and Deadpool. So hopefully we'll get that, because Old Man Steve Rogers and Deadpool was great. <laughs> possible. It is possible. Um, so that basically caps off what we know about Phase 6 until D23. Um, September. Now, there's also... First, first second week of September, we'll find Yes. Armor Wars used to be on the schedule and is now not on the schedule. It's supposed to be a big um, roadie series. It's, you know, uh-huh. supposed to be important. It's supposed to be what about people getting a hold of Stark technology? Excuse me. Technology is not supposed to be. They kind of went out of their way at the end of Endgame to have that kid that was an Iron Man 3 come back. So uh-huh. I want to know what they do with him. You know, um, so the fact that they took Armor Wars kind of off the schedule is not concerning to me, but more like a what you doing, what you hiding from us, yeah, which they're uh, good at. I kind of took again, spoilers for mm-hmm. I kind of took the credit scene, Sharon Carter calling up that person, whoever it was, mm-hmm. and saying, like, Hey, we got more toys to play with. I kind of saw that as more of a armor Wars. Yeah, I I, I feel that. I feel that absolutely. Regardless of when they decide to do armor wars, I can easily see that tying directly into armor wars. Okay, absolutely. So that's got to be a thing. And then um, outside of the MCU, well, it, I don't know if Deadpool three is going to be outside of the MCU, but it's definitely been announced lightly. And then the fact that they said that it's going to be as big as Endgame, Please. and that's 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 something that I was talking about today. You know, with with my other nerds, is we uh, we were talking about the fact that Deadpool <laughs> three is supposed to be a huge movie, and they're like, okay, well, what do you, what does that mean? And I'm like, all right, Deadpool one, they kind of played it safe as far as like a self contained movie. Deadpool two, you literally had all of the X Men making a cameo. You had. <laughs> X Four showing up and dying terribly. You know, you had Cable, you had Juggernaut, like you had all these people that just kind of like they're there, whether you want them to or not. Um, so you know, if Deadpool three is going to be so much bigger than Deadpool two, that's not even the step that they compared it to. You know, because uh, Endgame literally had everybody in it. Just give me, just give me a a Deadpool three where it's. Him, like, like Princess Bride, 
reading to a kid a That's, book. They uh, did that. They did do that. Um, <laughs> they did that. Uh, what's his face in the bed as the kid? He, um, he just, literally kidnaps Fred Savage and tells yeah. him the story of Deadpool too. Yeah, just give <laughs> us that. But he gives the story of the MCU in Deadpool's words. You know, the mm-hmm. movie is just broken down into chapters of maybe phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, perhaps. Um, yeah. Just in Deadpool's words and bring back, you know, actors that have been in the in the films, acting at their mm-hmm. parts, a little bit more silly. Um, I think, you know, you don't even really need a story there. Just give me, like, a recap of, uh, of the films prior. I think you got a billion-dollar movie here. Absolutely, it's gonna be big. Um, you know, I and speaking of which, I feel like they really fucked up when they went out of their way to put Venom, Tom Hardy Venom in the MCU and then take him back out. But you know, like the, the whole thing where Venom 2 ends with Tom Hardy popping up in the MCU was, was a big deal. And then the next time you see him, he's literally going back. Like there was no adventure in between. There was no him fighting Spider-Man. There was no him teaming up with Spider-Man. He literally just sat in a bar and got blitzed and was told the story of the MCU up to this point. So I don't know. I kind of feel like they screwed that up real bad. I'd like to see at some point in time them fix that. Um, But two more projects that they've light announced is the Marvel Zombies series. It's supposed to be coming out in 2024. So hopefully... I don't know what they've announced about that. It's also going to be very heavily anchored in... I think it's more going to be a sequel to that What If episode as opposed to anything else. Um, yeah, they've, they've, they've shown concept art. I've seen concept art. Of more so Phase 4 characters. Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. Aqua Phoenix, um, I think Red Guardian. Uh, yeah. Phase 4 characters basically set within that that episode of what if surviving within that same what if scenario yes absolutely which is fine by me Mm -hmm. as a non-comics reader of the what if series but by you i don't know i know zombie wolverine was always hilarious to me like wouldn't he be able to heal through that who knows (laughs) Not, not because they wrote it that way shit magneto throws captain america's shield back through his head and there's one of the, one of the covers was literally captain america without the top part of his head but there's like a bird nest in there and that's just always been an iconic like image to me and they literally just throw him off the back of a train um he's still around yeah he's still around but it's just kind of like they were like hey y'all love zombie cap in the comics <laughs> um so i don't know and then the last thing we'll touch on real quick is Spider-Man freshman year. Um, all I know is that it's going to be a parallel universe. It is not going to be set in the main MCU. It's going to be set parallel to the MCU storyline, where instead of him being mentored by Tony Stark, he gets mentored by Norman Osborn, which yeah. they have gone out of their way to be like, there is no MCU yeah, it's like they've taken a what if episode and just kind of turned it into a whole series. A whole series again. Oh, sorry, I apologize. It is getting late. Um, they have said that there's going to be a season two of that already. I don't know if that was yeah, an official thing weird. or an accidental thing, but uh, they did. So Stop I feel like it. they're they're doubling down on the um, what if Spider Man, but. Um, 
we've definitely covered all of the major Marvel reveals, and we touched on a couple things earlier. So this is what I can safely call our uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2022 recap. You know, there was some cool swag. I personally bought a couple things online. Um, it happened, it came and went, and it'll be back next year. We've still got, <laughs> excuse me, D23 coming. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's there's a lot still to learn. Um, I think it's a very bold move for Marvel to be like, hey, this is what we're doing over the next three years. And if you don't like it, we got two words for you. Tough shit. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, I think that's going to be great. But uh, that being said, Travis, thank you for being on the podcast today. We appreciate you. And definitely go check out Travis's YouTube channel, uh, Planet Recap. Is it just YouTube.com slash Planet Recap? Uh, sure. I don't know. I think there's a couple different Planet Recaps. But if you find mine with the, the PR in the logo image, that's me. Absolutely. So we'll try to get a link out there for him. Brian, yeah. if you're listening put a link um you know we're always we're always good about helping our fellow content creators here so yeah. we appreciate you being on today so uh until next time i am josh thundershaver even though it says my name is brian right there because we are using brian's account and my co-host today has been travis from planet recap and next week join us for our part two of last week's episode uh, i will not be able to make it but we're going to be talking about fandoms that keep you are so toxic they keep you away from the subject um i'll go ahead and spoil mine i don't want to watch breaking bad because everyone told me to see it has been way too aggressive about it so we're going to talk about everything else but uh that is my little bit on it so join uh it's going to be brian it's going to be raven it's going to be andrew it's even going to be eric is going to be making a rare appearance on our podcast so it's kind of going to be like the whole crew except for me because i've got some family stuff to do so um this has been the domain I'm Josh. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.